Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Welcome to Fast Break Breakfast NBA Podcast. My name is Keith Parrish. I'm going to get right into it with my good buddy Dave DeFore in just a second. But before I do, just want to make sure you know about the Grizzlies Watch Party slash Fast Break Breakfast listener meetup, which is tonight, Friday, January 20th at Nobles Beer Hall in Nashville at 9 p.m., I'm going to be there with John and Chuck. We're going to watch the Grizzlies Lakers, going to give away some Grizzlies prizes, so please come out and be there. Also, if you're in the Memphis area, they're having their own Grizzlies Lakers watch party there, so get involved with that. Also, if you're in the Memphis area, don't miss comedy legends Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle. They're coming to the FedEx Forum January 23rd. Very, very soon, just a few days away, and Memphis is one of only five dates added to their widely successful co-headlining U.S. tour. So this is a must-see show. You don't want to miss out. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com or at the FedEx Forum box office. All right, now let's talk ball with Dave DeFore. joined right now by Dave DeFore. Dave, what is up, buddy? You know, not much. It's sunny. That's about what, it. What does a Dave DeFore Friday look like? It just oh, man. walks on the beach, 5 a.m. volleyball. Well, uh, I mean, I'm not in a Top Gun movie. Um, <laughs> you know, fr- so Friday is my Saturday. Thursday is my Friday. Yeah, um, I got you. The way that my schedule is built. Do right? the whole week just so I get there. No, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Sunday is my Monday. So Sunday, uh, believe it or not, yeah. it's crazy. Um, uh, you know, so it's an off day in the gym. Um, not an off day from like physical activity. I walk a lot. You gotta, um, you gotta rest. You gotta, you gotta, gotta have those rest yeah. days. Sure. Um, so Fridays for me, you know what, man, I like to take the dog to get a hot dog, uh, on Fridays. There's, there's a place downtown in, in Long Beach. They've got, um, you know, good sausages, burgers, hot dogs. And so I take, take old Pippin for a walk downtown and get him a hot dog. It, it, you know, it's a good time. And then, you know, I do my, my normal 
local guy thing. I say hi to people in the street. I hit the farmer's market downtown that I really enjoy. Really good sourdough. Um, Walk on the beach. So Pippin, named after the Stephen Schwartz musical? Or Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Actually, that's a two. It's funny. It's a two Americas thing um, <laughs> because uh, all my neighbors call him Scotty. Um, oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, you know. Is yeah, the, it's definitely wait, two Americas. Is, is the Friday White people hot, say Pippin like I am. So the Friday hot dog walk is that the uh, is that breakfast, Dave? I mean, is that I know you're I know Ooh, you're an intermittent well, faster in the mornings, but what's the first thing you had to eat on a Friday? Well, I actually haven't eaten yet. It's, well, it's, it's eleven thirty. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's eleven thirty. Your time. So, so it's funny. I I got this new protein, and I sent you a picture of it. Keith. You did send me the picture of this protein. It's called Cereal Way. Okay, and my guy, I've got a buddy who's a bodybuilder and, and works in a supplement place. And and my background, man, I used to be in health and fitness and, and supplements in particular. And so, you know, we're just kind of shooting the breeze. And he was like, hey, these people are, are one of my sponsors. And do you like, he was like, do you like cereal? I was like, no, but my buddy loves cereal and probably should eat more protein. And I was like, uh, this, it can't actually be that good. Keith. Is it delicious? Tastes like it tastes like the milk from cinnamon toast crunch. That's so it, you sent you sent me this picture of this protein powder that is packaged as if it is cinnamon toast crunch, and it's just and it's like it a cinnamon like toast crunch milk. flavored protein. Mix it with water supplement. It or, is yeah incredible, and it has like <laughs> one carb, one gram of sugar. That's amazing. Which means they've just been putting sugar and stuff. Yeah, for no good reason. Of course, it's, it's an addiction. Yeah, it's how. It keeps the wheel of America spinning. I think that's it's just, it. So uh, sugar. To answer your question, I'm I'm gonna have two scoops of that and a banana. Here Incredible. Shortly. That's a great lunch on your rest day. On my rest day, yeah. Well, and then I'm gonna eat like crazy for the rest of the weekend. That's amazing. Um, in the NBA right now, as I awkwardly transition, the um, I think the thing that has me the most interested is this pack of Western Conference teams. And some of them are teams we thought would be really, really good. Some of them are teams I thought that would be really, really bad. I think maybe most interesting to me right now is the Oklahoma City Thunder have caught the Clippers. Um, they are right now flirting with the idea of actually swapping their pick with the Clippers, which they get to do if they finish with a better pick than the Clippers. I'm blown away that the Thunder... One, they keep winning, but not that that anymore. It's no longer become surprising. It's not become expected. When you look on the schedule, you're like, oh, the Thunder are better than that team. And they go out and whip that team. What's going on with the Thunder, man? Like, is this all part of the plan? I don't know if it's part of the plan. Um, I think it's a couple of things, right? It's a confluence of events. It is, they're pretty good. They've got some good players. Shea Gildas Alexander is really good. Josh Giddy has taken not a leap but we'll call it a little you know it's a yeah, hop something he's pretty good um they're getting good play but also everyone else everyone's terrible sucks. everyone's Everyone terrible sucks. the Oklahoma City Thunder don't want to be here is my assumption because you know this they're is just they're, competitive they're merely right, they're a competitive team with solid guys and unfortunately no, you just win you I'm win say because if that's all you have yeah okay right I'm gonna say they're good they're a good basketball team. They know how to play basketball. They're extremely well coached. Mark Dagnall is yeah. really coaching them up. Um, they are good. The thing is that the better teams aren't better. Yeah. Better teams are mediocre. Better teams are injured. Better teams just, you know, 
but whatever the Warriors are doing. I was looking at the best, the players with the best net rating, like just individual, you know, my team's net rating when I'm on the court. This is obviously for Jaron Jackson Jr. propaganda. He is the best one in the NBA, but like not far down. It's like Isaiah Joe and Mike Muscala are the two guys like in the top 10 of the NBA in net rating. Yeah, it's a weird thing where um, having talent, being well-coached, being cohesive, and actually having maybe not garbage players, like just everyone's okay. Suddenly, you're Everybody's just, a basketball player Suddenly, on that you're team. stringing together victories, and uh, you now have this thing on Friday night where there's a huge playoff showdown between the Thunder and the three-seed Kings. And I feel like I thought the Kings were going to be pretty solid, like pretty good. But I also... Don't I also think they might be like are they the worst three seed ever in January in the Western I mean, Conference? They're, they're pretty they're pretty good, but like is everyone just they're just everyone's that poor? The Suns I think can't they're like win. a six or seven seed, right? Like it, that's I, I expected them to be in the play in the Kings. Um yeah. and, I, and I thought the Thunder would be just outside the play in. I didn't think that they were gonna be as bad as Houston. I, I, I thought, thought Thunder maybe, would be terrible. I'm sorry. Uh, I, keep, I'm, well, I was clearly wrong, purpose, slightly right? wrong. But but that's on purpose, right? Like we thought it was going to be done on purpose. It isn't that they have bad players necessarily. I mean, I mean it, 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 Shea Gilgis Alexander is really good. He's great. Lou Dort is pretty good. I Giddy, just, I didn't, again, I didn't, I didn't know Giddy was going to be thought, this good. I thought Baisley and Poku would be getting minutes. They haven't been getting minutes, by the way. Um, they, uh, but no, I don't know. I, I, I doubted everything about it. Like, even if they wanted to put it together, I didn't think they could be this well, good. Before the season, you know, the, John Hollinger makes his predictions every year, and uh, they asked a bunch of people to to chime in. They asked me to chime in on the Thunder, as someone reminded me on Twitter the other day. And I was like, oh, yeah, 24 wins. Sounds about right. Right. Yeah. That's, a, that's oh, about yeah. what I was at. And yes. uh, now, throw, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we're idiots, Keith, is what it is. Sure, that's, that's fine. What it is. I mean, if you one don't of hit 100%. Things- one of those things where I, I know a Thunder fan was was pointing out to me, like they got rid of a bunch of guys who weren't NBA players. Yeah, like, like last year, they played a lot of minutes for guys who weren't NBA players. And I, my pushback to that then was, I feel like the people they replaced him with are not proven NBA players. But it turns out that they've they've been pretty solid. Well, Isaiah um, Joe is a good player. He it just it was a numbers game for him in in Philadelphia. Yeah. and I was actually surprised that he went to Oklahoma City. Yeah, but they, good for them. Yeah, he's 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 been doing a good job. So like the the Thunder are right there with the Warriors, and they're ahead of. The Suns, the Warriors, they played the Celtics in a great finals rematch game. They took it very seriously. They played like playoff rotation stuff. Did Steve Kerr? I don't. I felt like Steve Kerr did. I mean, he was like doing their. He Kav- was like Kavon Looney played twenty minutes in that game. It was plus three. Kavon Looney is you a big a reason Looney. why they. I, I do. He's a good basketball player. That's why they beat the Grizzlies? Yeah. It's why they beat the freaking Celtics in yeah. the finals. Yeah. And they started Jordan Poole, which, you know, uh, okay, see what happens. See if you, you, you know, light a fire. Why are you not closing the game with Kevon Looney? I think it was part of a settlement reached after <laughs> the Draymond punch. You have to let me start oh, and finish man. X number of games. Oh, man. No, I don't. Like, so I, now, the, so the Warriors lose this close game. They basically blow it. Like, they, yeah. they were winning. They should have won. Um, then the Celtics were winning and Celtics did some clown car shenanigans of throwing hilarious passes. Like, what are they doing? Are they trying to throw this game away? Um, but now the Warriors on the second half of back to back aren't even participating on Friday night. 
they're resting yeah. their entire squad. Right. So they're so they, they lost were, two games. Yeah. They lost two games because they played Jordan Poole too much. Look, Jordan, <laughs> the, the who was who was responsible for Jalen Brown being wide open on the game tying three? Oh. That was Jordan Poole's yeah. man. That was his assignment. And I, I mean, you can you can point out play after play after play after play. And of, of course, there's a lot of instances of, uh, you know, Steph Curry and Draymond not quite valuing the basketball enough down the stretch. But Jordan Poole just I mean, the guy is just he's he's costing them games here. I'm not saying he's a bad player necessarily. He's not as good as Kevon Looney. And, uh, I can I, yeah. I can get behind that. Um, in the Grizzlies Warriors series last year, it definitely was please. I wish you would play Jordan Poole. And, right. Uh, yeah. And stop playing Kevon Looney and Andrew Wiggins who are getting every offensive rebound. So if the Warriors lose to the Cavs on Friday night, the uh, the Warriors will be two games under five hundred. Um, where the Phoenix Suns are also two games under five hundred. Um, they've gotten passed by, like we said, the Thunder, uh, the Timberwolves, who got a they're they're up and down, but they got a big win on Thursday. My guy Kyle Anderson went for twenty and ten. Hey now. They look Listen, they look better without Cat and Gobert. Everyone knows that. Oh, Cat also revealed on some like Instagram stream that his calf injury was way more serious than they told anybody. Um, he's like, it has a grade three strain. And there, there was like a four to six week report that initially came out, which is nowhere close to being true. So that, you know, I guess that's like breaking news on Friday, sort of. But oh, did uh, that just happen? No, it happened earlier this morning. Maybe when you were on a hot dog walk, I'm not sure. But <laughs> <laughs> I saw it today at least. Um, but the the uh, the Raptors were involved in this game against the Timberwolves on Thursday, and the Raptors yeah. actually blew. Raptors were by 18. The Raptors are in a bit of a tailspin. Uh, Fred Van Vliet had another great game. Like he's heated up recently, but then they dropped this game to the Timberwolves, and the Raptors. It sounds like uh, Masai has his eye on the prize, and it's not making the playoffs this year. It sounds like the fire sale is on. Is that, is that an accurate reading of the situation? It should be. I'm not sure if it's on or not, but it ought to be. I mean, I hope that they've been juicing Van Vliet stats on purpose, trying to make him look more appealing. Yeah. Right. Hey, try to get him going. Oh, Hey guys, remember he can actually play basketball. I mean, you know, he can go help a team somewhere. I, I just hope he winds up on a team that's going to, you know, I mean, what do is, something. what is the Van Vliet Van Vliet? destination you know, spot because I got a hard time coming up with like where's, yeah, where's he gonna go I think we either undervalue Raptors players or they are so far overvalued by the you know the Raptors fan base and and like sort of media around the Raptors that it has skewed my perception of what the actual value is um well, I think like the OG Ananobi to me yeah. is the most uh, like of the guys that I think are available unless Pascal's available uh, OG Ananobi to me is the sort of guy that you want on a team that you're trying to build around, right? Like I, I can't understand why you let that guy go. He's not going to make a max. I don't think, but he, he you know, he, well, he signed for another so, year. He's on a good deal right, right now. Um, provides a lot of utility and hopefully you can just be better next year. Like Scotty Barnes is coming around a little bit this year. Yeah. Um, obviously not going to be as bad as he was for the first half of the year. And I'm not saying you should make a playoff push, but um, you know, you can still bottom out and not bottom out. You know, you don't have to chip your players off, you know, um, there, there are ways around that, but uh, I think Van Vliet, if he moves, I think they're probably going to want a first, but he's an expiring. Right? He's an expiring. Like, I mean, he's that makes it so strange. All these trades. So I don't know. Yeah. 
Like whose pony? And I don't. They wouldn't do it for just a first. And do you want to sign a small guard long term? I don't. Yeah, his shooting's way down despite the hot little stretch he's on right now. I'm biased against guys that don't create. Like if you're if you're you know five eleven six foot and can't create an advantage off the dribble. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not committing to that long term because uh, you know if you slow down, it's a wrap. The easy joke with the Raptors. When you're like, oh, Van Vliet, you want two firsts and OG's three or four and Siakam's like four or five. So, like, you guys are awesome, right? Like, you guys, yeah, that sounds yeah. like a really awesome roster. Man, you, gosh, you're you bringing you up right a there. championship contender. Well, the Goat Bear trade has thrown everyone's brain into a blender. And, I mean, not and, even considering the Go Bear trade, which I, it's a fair point. But, but like, it is, that's the problem. If, is, if you even look at like a DeJounte Murray trade and it's like, mm-hmm. it seems fair. That seems like a fair trade to me. And, you know, if I'm obviously hyper-focused on my team, the Grizzlies, and some little rumors, a little smoke that they're actually legitimately interested in OG Ananobi, and I'm saying, oh, well, uh, he makes Danny Green plus Zaire Williams money, and that's not even cutting off any of your starters or anything. Um, that's intriguing. And then I say, all right, so Zaire plus two firsts, which we hope are not going to be in the lottery, that seems fair, but is that enough for Raptors people uh, to be happy? I, I, you know, I don't know. And then that I start. Seems like a lot. It does. So on, on the one sense, it also can seem like a lot. Although I think Raptors people would point out these Grizzlies picks are probably not going to be any good. And you know, hopefully that's that's the case. There's always the risk that they, they could. I've now started going the other side, trying to find out what's wrong with Ananobi. Where I'm like, oh, he turns the ball over a lot. He doesn't create for anybody, you know, that type of thing. But I'm shooting still, I, inconsistent. Yeah, yeah. But I'm still really enamored with the guy. He's amazing. Um, I mean, he's the great. guy is, as a defender, imagine him <laughs> in that Dylan Brooks role. Um, imagine him with Dylan Brooks, Dylan. Dave. <laughs> Even better. I mean, Dylan coming off a game-winning block on, uh, oh. D- on Darius Garland. Was, was he one for 12? He was four for 12. Four Dylan for 12. is seven for 10 in clutch situations this year, Dave. There you go. There you go. I, I just, um, yeah, OG's a really good player who would help any team he went to. Van Vliet, uh, I'm I, look, man, I've been lower on Van Vliet, um, you know, this yeah. whole run. Um, so uh, I, I am a bad, I'm a bad judge of what he would get, but like, it can't be more than a lottery protected first. I don't know. Maybe even top twenty protected. <laughs> you know, like if it's a good team, just just like, hey, we're gonna bring him in for the you know, for a playoff. Push, I mean, but- couldn't, couldn't the Mavericks make something? I mean, they've, there, there's been all these back and forth reports they about could. like the, the Mavericks have salary. They're one of the teams yeah. that has just like, we don't need this. We have a Bertans deal. We don't need it. Um, they might actually need Dwight Powell now, but like they have other big salaries that they can match. Like anytime, anytime like Reggie Bullock, who legit has that stat. Like if he scores more than five, the Mavericks are good. And it's like five. You just need five from this guy playing thirty-five minutes a game. And he shoots wide open shots. Yeah, all and game. he just gets wide open shots. Like, like it seems like maybe they could do something. And now Luca is getting involved with personnel decisions. Apparently, Brought there's a little bit in. more pressure uh, to they bring his dad in, uh, like the Pantanjali brothers. Yeah, you um, know. I could see them maybe doing something, and then of course letting uh, Van Vliet walk. And they decide it's not worth it to pay him a, a market rate. That feels yeah. like a very uh, Mavericks position. I mean, if if Siakam was available for them, that's a guy that they. I mean, Siakam should, is should a game changer, for, but that like, doesn't make any sense to me. Siakam's awesome. 
Siakam is like, I don't know if the Mavericks have enough where if I'm the, if I'm the Raptors, I wouldn't, you got to give me a lot of first round picks for that. I mean, I'm scared of a team like the, the Pelicans doing something, getting like a, a Siakam or, um, like they'd have to shake up their front court, what they do there, but like them getting a second or an, or an Ananobi, uh, kind of terrifying. I want to, Hey, Harris, yeah. I, want to, I want to shift a little bit. Think about this. Uh, another team that apparently has made some guys available for trade. Let's, let's talk about two guys who are apparently available for trade that are, I'm going to say not that in demand. One, Serge Ibaka has been given permission to find a new home. Dave, where should Serge go? Who's going to, who's going to play? Is it basket? Girona? He should is, go, is, go, he should go play with, he should go play with Marcus yeah. Saul again. Yeah. Um, what can I mean, they send him? Can they send Marcus Saul? Can, can we have an interleague trade? That's what I, we need. Know, I've, I've advocated Ibaka for, for Marcus Saul, and all of a sudden the uh, we need loans in in basketball. We need them to come up with loans so that NBA yes. players, instead of sending them to the G League, you, you know, you send them to Real Madrid for two weeks. You yeah, know. send Xavier Tillman to the Lakers for a while. Help him get out of the lottery uh, spot. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Love this. yeah. You know, <laughs> let him get some. So, I think Surge, man. I don't think there's much of a market for Surge. Um, you know, may, maybe maybe the Clippers. Maybe maybe he comes back to the Coming Clippers. Back to the Clippers. They could use a backup big. Um, and you know the Lakers are going to kick the tire on anybody they, who has any name recognition. That's I know, man. It's uh, he and Myers Leonard are going to go one on one. Yeah, for, it's like for the well, last well, sorry, sorry, Boogie Cousins. Uh, I got I got Serge Ibaka's phone number now. Um, yeah, I, well, Kimolaj one won't answer the phone, <laughs> so you know they can't get him out there. Uh, I, I don't know, man. I, I think it's um, yeah. If Ibaka was done here, I wouldn't wouldn't surprise me. It's been a right. couple years, you know. Right. Who's the other guy that doesn't the, have a market? The other guy is apparently, according to the Athletic, um, the Wizards are sh- are shopping Rui Hachimura. The Wizards well, that who definitely do, doesn't surprise me. The Wizards who do not have playing time available for their recent first round picks, Rui Hachimura or Johnny Davis, because it, it takes a lot of effort to be twenty and twenty six. It takes a very tight rotation. You got to really, um, you know, not well. They're both not very good. That's the biggest problem, right? Yeah. Like there's no minutes because they suck at basketball. I don't think you, I don't Not think, suck, but. I don't think Hachimura has a, a skill. I think putting the ball in the bucket, like, he can put the got, ball in the bucket. And he's got a big body. Yeah. He's not in the right place to, to explore. Uh, uh, let's just say explore the, the limits of his game. He, he doesn't really have like the space to create in the mid range. Like he wants to do. Um, you know, there was this idea that he was like a smaller Giannis or that he could be some kind of a smaller Giannis where you give him the ball, you kind of spread out. I don't see that. He's a, he's a, he's an energy guy off the bench. He's a loose approximation of, in my mind, he's a loose approximation of Glenn Robinson. Like he's an offense, just offense, but not good enough to be just offense. Like he's a, he's a bench. give, give, Give me, give me 12 minutes. Uh, give me, give me 10 points. Eight points. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So yep. I don't know what um, the poor wizards are. I mean, the wizards have decisions because Kuzma's moving on. I mean, Kuzma's going to somewhere they else. They have to you trade, trade Kuzma. Like Kuzma is the one guy who's on the block that I know has to get traded because he he's straight up leaving. Keith, look, I talked about this on Nerder this week. <laughs> he went on a tour, a please trade me tour. He yeah. he donated a million dollars to a YMCA. He's on Good Morning America. He's on the Woj Pod. 
the guy went on a tour three weeks out from three weeks to the day out from the trade deadline. Please trade me. I've never seen that before. They, Keith, it's a little <laughs> bit weird. They It'd just be, gave him like, his bobblehead too. They just released I, the pink did. sweater bobblehead. He's got to be one cold of the more popular world. players. I mean, cold I don't, world, I don't, Keith. It is cold. Cold world. It'd be like if I was on fast break breakfast. Yeah, which you are. Right. And then uh-huh. I went on, you know, I don't know, round ball rock. Yeah. But I was, I, probably but I was trying later. to get yeah. something. I was trying to get something accomplished. Yeah. Those I are probably it. not. Yeah. Yeah. Might, might um, be the best. It's good morning, America. Well, yeah. aren't, aren't the Pacers in the similar position where they have to trade Miles Turner? I know Rick I mean, Carlisle yeah, saying he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't want to trade Miles Turner. And the Pacers are now losing because Tyrese what? Halliburton's not playing and also Miles Turner's not playing. But like, He's so good, and I don't know what you're going to get for for him. And it seems likely, since he's turned down some extensions, that he will sign maybe somewhere else in the offseason. But I don't know. what. What's the percent chance that he stays that makes it worth it not to trade him? All right. With Miles Turner, this is an abusive relationship. Oh, yes. 100%. He was on the trade block before he signed his big extension. Yeah. And then he signs the extension and then he's on the trade block immediately after signing the extension, the, the whole Sabonis or miles Turner. It seemed like that they had decided on Sabonis and then they trade Sabonis, which is the ultimate, like kind of messing with your mind. Yeah. And now you're thinking, Whoa, okay, well, am I the guy? Then you're on the block still trying to get these Lakers picks very, you know, out in the open. Yeah, I don't blame him for not wanting to re-sign there. I mean, no, beyond the fact that it's Indiana, which, you know, I don't I don't know that NBA players love living in Indiana. So Miles Turner just wants to build Legos, so he's fine, I think. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe I mean maybe the Legos where, are how he deals with trauma. <laughs> it's just it's, it's his therapy of trying to I, I, don't, I just yeah. look, man, Miles Turner's really good. Yeah, and it stinks to see a, a young team, year. and he's perfectly in line with the rest of that team. Uh, when you look at when the contracts all all fall in line, it's actually pretty good timing for them if they could keep it together. This is a team that could maybe be a top four team in the East in a year or two. Yeah, um, they've got real talent. Buddy Heald is good. You know, you've got Tyrese Halliburton. You know, Nemhard has come around. You've got all this guard depth. Now you can build in the in the front court around Miles Turner. Knowing that you've got a guy who can space the floor, who's who's really good as a rim runner and is a hell of a defender on the back line. That that's a good start for your yeah. rebuild. Um, but you've messed it up because it's a relationship business and you've just been, you know, putting it out there through various entities that you want to shop him, you want to move him for something. I just don't, I mean, what is he supposed to do? Kuzma is a different thing. I yeah. don't know that like Kuzma hasn't been shopped. I think they they like Kuzma. They would want to re-sign Kuzma. That's Kuzma wants to leave, and that's his right. That's great. Miles Turner should want to leave. <laughs> yeah. He should. And that's going to be a good team. And it would be better if they kept Miles Turner. But if I was Miles Turner, I'd be taking it personally. Yeah. So you laid it out well, the whole the relationship part of it. Like yeah. if you put me on the trade block this many times, if you already you already didn't pick me once. And now right. you're now you're trying to pick me. As a, you know, I'm gonna take some meetings. I'm taking meetings. Yeah. You know, and I'm gonna see what's out there. Um, so yeah, it seems like they definitely, unfortunately, need to, to find probably him a new home. Uh, let's wrap up with um, a team that's playing pretty well right now. They are on a 
four-game win streak all on the road. It's the Philadelphia 76ers, a team I've paid a lot of attention to this season because of my boy Melton, my guy Melton doing some stuff, being inserted into the starting lineup over Tyrese Maxey. And it should not have been over Tyrese Maxey. I think we're ready to... You're saying P.J. Tucker is the guy... P.J. Tucker needs is to be taken not out of good. The thing. Yeah. Yeah. He does nothing for them. Nothing. They should just be playing their five best players to start the game, the majority of the game. And Melton is one of those. P.J. Tucker is not. James Harden can totally guard force. He can definitely do what, what P.J. Tucker is out there doing. Um, and, and then on the offensive end, P.J. Tucker is a non-entity, which makes what Harden and Embiid have been doing even more impressive to me. Some of these pocket passes that Harden's getting off with four defenders just basically just around him and Embiid in the pick and roll. I I mean, in the game last night, he hits the little, it's a little behind the back flip and Embiid travels once he catches it because Embiid didn't know it was really yeah, coming. Surprised, yeah. And I would, it made me, I sounded like Ed McMahon when I was laughing at it because <laughs> Harden is on a different level right now, man. This is the best ball he's played in a few years to me. Um, letting the game come to him, but he's super under control and he's got this burst at the end of games. And I don't know if you, how close you've been watching Harden, but he's coasting for three quarters and then he's closing. Well, so I've been making these Harden jokes that, you know, he just, he, he walks everywhere and he's just, yeah. he's, he's so under control to a point that I feel like he's maybe a little lethargic or a little bit. He's lagging. a great Pyrenees, but he great Pyrenees. is, he is in control and he is turning it on and the passes he's making. It's like, it's like Andre Miller, old man game. I was like, I can mm-hmm. play till I'm 40. Cause now I've learned this new thing, but like he's doing it. He's still posting 20 points most nights and he's still now like whatever, 12 assists a game that he's putting up. And the Sixers team is, is they're they're getting there. Like they're, it seems feels like they're really getting that identity. Um, they are what they need to do is replace, like you said, the PJ Tucker non-offense. Just transfer that to Melton non-offense. Let Melton be a non-offense guy. Like he's had great offensive stretches for this oh, yeah. season, but now that he's in the starting lineup with these other guys who like Tobias is a better option to shoot usually. And you know, Harden and Embiid clearly, they're gonna score theirs. So Melton's that the glue guy. Then you got Maxi coming off the bench, which is a, like He's still playing 30 some minutes. Like he's still playing yeah. heavy, heavy minutes, but they, they still are losing the non Embiid minutes. I would like to see him actually kind of package. I know this is rough. Like uh shake Milton's been so good this year for them when called upon, but I would like to see them package more of these like overlap. Also Melton and Maxi minutes, let Maxi cook and then Melton just be there for the, the defense, the rebounding, the, the glue connection. And I'm I'm starting to get enamored with what uh, the Sixers may be figuring out how good they can be. If Melton is your fifth starter, that's pretty good. That's a pretty good floor uh, yeah. for your defense, right? And then on offense, okay, man, he can't fill it up every night. He can't shoot it every night, but he can put the ball on the floor. And having more guys, you know, you go from having, you know, three guys who can dribble or four guys who can dribble to five guys who can dribble because you know, you got Tobias out there who can run a pick and roll. You now have uh, an offense that can attack you from every angle. Well, every like, angle, just the fact that PJ Tucker doesn't shoot. He does weird. not shoot. Just literally he cannot dribble. Does, does not shoot. Like, Stands some, in the like way. I let people know that you're going to get in trouble with Melton. If you're asking him to dribble too much, 
But just being a threat, straight line dribble, yeah, attacking, just, attacking can, the closeout. Like, yeah, yeah, he can do that stuff. He can be a secondary playmaker. Um, and it does feel like the uh, the Sixers are are, are they, they're just getting our hopes up again, right? They're just getting once again. It's the cycle. It's a cycle. Of like, oh, Doc Rivers doing a good job, uh, doing some stuff, and then mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. the, po- the postseason. Their bench, beast. man, they just don't have any bench. I mean, this is a team that really. I mean, Serge Ibaka doesn't help them, but no. they they could use a rim protecting big. Um, you know, Trez Harrell gives them a lot of energy, but man, they need the defense. That do that you up. know? Here, here's a here's here's a a slanted stat. Do you know who averages more rebounds per 100 possessions than Montrez Harrell? Jaron Jackson Jr. That's both a pro wow. Jaron Jackson Jr. stat and an anti Montrez Harrell stat. That's all. <laughs> I was I was That's I was loading bad. up my quiver of arrows to support like Jaron's a fine rebounder now, but everyone still parrots the same thing that happened his rookies, you know, his first two years. Like Jaron's a fine rebounder now. He's not he's not he's neither good nor bad. He's just a fine. He's good. He's good enough. He's he's seven yeah. feet tall. He grabs rebounds. Like he's not bad at it or anything. But anyways, um, I was surprised to see some of the guys lower than him, like Carl Anthony Towns or uh, Montrez Harrell. And I'm like, yeah, those guys, some of they have reps. And they're not always accurate. Sometimes they they are. Um, anyways, Dave, thanks for coming on, man. Always a pleasure yeah, uh, to talk and ball with you. We should do this like weekly or something. Um, I know. We update people. Yeah. You Monday can hear us mornings. over on the Athletic uh, NBA show feed. Anyways, uh, Dave, look forward to the next time. And uh, talk to you soon. Yeah, man. All right, thanks to Dave for coming on. If you're in the Nashville area, don't miss it tonight on Friday night at Nobles Beer Hall. We're hosting a Grizzlies watch party for the Grizzlies-Lakers game, 9 p.m. Friday night. Also calling it a fast-break breakfast listener meetup. So come hang out with me and John and Chuck. If you want to support the show, do that at patreon.com slash fastbreakbreakfast. Join our Slack chat. Get access to exclusive bonus content. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Also subscribe to the Grits and Grinds YouTube channel. You guys are the best. Thanks for listening. And remember, breakfast is the most important thing. Yeah, never apologize for being TNG. Fair break, break, man. You understand? Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. 